With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer really loves nature, despite what it did to him. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Yes, it's true. Hey, we're on the radio. I can still remember. Oh, let's go back to more of R.D. Blank, shall we? I'd like to recognize the people in the front office who come in every single day and work for money. It's incredible achievement. (laughs) Come on, man. This is Don McLean, and you know the story. But February made me... February 3rd, all right. A lot of shivering going on in Iowa. 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper... Richardson were all killed when their plane went down in a field in Iowa. Buddy Holly was 22, Richie Valens was 17, and the Big Bopper was 28. And this is about the day the music died. Something touched me deep inside. The day. The music died. Yes, it's only the Kimmer. How you doing? All right, look out. Here we go. And by the way, Pete's off today. Yeah, poor, he's been uh, chuck-a-rooney all night and all this morning, apparently, so he's uh, definitely taking a little sick day off here. So it's, it's just us, gang. It's just the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the one minus one uh, group in here today. But we're all set. We're all excited. No problem. Hangman's here. John Boy's here. The news people have been helping out. We're all doing great. All right, here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's on the camera. Very quickly, I'm going right to a spot right here in a second. We'll talk about the um, the perfect rush hour nightmare this morning between my schedule and Pete's. Classic car escorting the couple into their gravesite. What a wonderful tribute that was. A camera shutting down the connector. Who's not in jail? I mean, did they, why did they blow up the bomb without getting fingerprints off it? Check for evidence. Somebody's got to go to jail. Vaccinations. Give me a break. Warren Sapp. What is it about going to the Super Bowl? you got to get a little something on the something there. Anyway, 12-12 with the camera on News Radio 106.7. Oh, Belvedere. <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Here we go. Here we go. News Radio 1067. Stand by. Here we go. Well, hello again, everybody. <laughs> this is Keith Jackson. Hello, Keith. And this portion of the Kim yeah. Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by Coach Pete Carroll. Hey. A man who this morning must feel pretty humble. <laughs> hello, boy. <laughs> and now here's your host, you. Kim hey. Peterson. <laughs> Look out, it's only me, 1218, uh, News Radio 1067. And I'm not the one who got Pete sick. Pete's been uh, hurling all night long, apparently, and this morning, so he's taking the day off as he should. Uh, but, you know, I, oh, let me get to the business here first. This is Jimi Hendrix. You may recognize this Purple Haze. Yeah, I know you think of Prince, but Jimi Hendrix recorded Purple Haze in London on this day in 1967. It was released in the United Kingdom as a follow-up to his British single, Hey Joe. 
Way back. A couple of birthdays of note include actress Morgan Fairchild, whom I've slept with. <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket, yeah. Uh, Morgan Fairchild. Now, you know Morgan Fairchild. She's been around forever. She, what was her? You, you know her, uh, John Boy, don't you? You know Morgan Fairchild? <laughs> I hate to let you down. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here's, the, here's why you're drawing a blank. Morgan Fairchild, for somebody probably over the age of 35 or 40, I'm guessing, has been and will still be one of the great dishes of all time. Morgan Fairchild is 65 today. <laughs> that is shocking to me. Anyway, uh, twelve nineteen. It's on the camera. On News Radio one zero six seven. News line coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, perfect storm today. Pete called in sick. He texted me this morning. Um, I had to get a blood test, my routine blood test, so I was going to be late for that. Plus, it, it, it's talk about the perfect storm of great, horrible ways to start off your workday. I, I had to wait four hours to have my cup of coffee because I get up so early before I start the show to, to, to work that I, the, the blood place wasn't open. So I had to wait three and a half hours to get to the blood place before I could have my blood taken, then race home and have a quick cup of damn coffee, and then 400 shut down, basically, because of some stupid idiot. By the way, if you ride on 400 and you're an idiot and you cause a stupid fender bender that backs up, backs up traffic for an hour and a half, you should lose your stinking car. I mean, if the cops write down, this person was an idiot, Your Honor, and just, you know, changing lanes with no signal or trying to sneak in and clip somebody, whatever. If you're an idiot, I mean, if, if your car breaks down, it's one thing. But if you're an idiot, you should lose your car and no more driving. God, I hate that. Jeez. And the downtown connector camera business? We got that. We got Robin Williams. We got the kid jogging you hurts your heart. Falcons you can, coach. What's that? You do know there's places you can stop and get a cup of coffee without going all the way Oh, back. sure. And then you go, well, no. I mean, no, no, no. Not me. I had to, you know. And plus, there isn't. They're really between the hospital or between uh, my blood test place, uh, LabCorp uh, in Alpharetta, and my house, there's no coffee place. I mean, I could have tried to find a McDonald's, but no, no, no. That's not going to work. Hey, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. This guy's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be you. It's gonna be you, <laughs> the Donald. It will be so good, Kevin. How good, sir? Even Brent, the truck driver, will hang up and say, "I couldn't possibly follow that." <laughs> Brent will say, "I think I'll wait and leech on to somebody else's comedy. It's just too good." <laughs> Donald. Okay, I went too far. A little no far. You never hang up. You never hang up, sir. How's it going? Gonna have to change your name to Trump, Kimmer. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, people are starving in Africa, getting beheaded by ISIS. But you, I didn't get my cup of coffee. Boo hoo! <laughs> yeah. I'm a selfish SOB, aren't I? That's right. <laughs> and you know, I'll admit, people died in a tsunami, but the putt didn't break to the left. Give me a break. When Pete <laughs> called, he called me sick. I said, you know, instead of saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry," hope you feel better. I said, "Crap, damn it! Now I got to do it by myself." <laughs> I don't I'm give a damn. To hit this out of a divot. Who cares about your child? <laughs> if you're sick, come into work. I, I got you help here. Kimmer, is it true when Pete Davis called in sick this morning? Yes, sir. Your boss said, "And who are you again? <laughs> you work on what show? <laughs> the Brad Show? Is that?" <laughs> Oh, you're the guy I piped in ICSDN from San Diego. So. Well, Kimmer, the bad yes, news, very yes. disappointing. Bad. Warren Sapp was yeah. arrested for soliciting prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The good news is this morning, Warren just got his own talk show over on WSB, where <laughs> apparently solicitation is a revenue enhancer, I mean, a resume enhancer. Yeah. Like How much extra for a shucky ducky? <laughs> 
caught a nice girl like you doing out here in Sugarloaf anyway, <laughs> baby girl. Let me take you away from all this for 30 or 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's what they want, all right. <laughs> you know, Kimmer, hi, yes, Donald Trunk. I, yeah. I was really surprised because yeah. I heard that uh, Warren Sapp had been seeing somebody about his sex addiction. Seeing somebody about it, really? Unfortunately, it was a hooker, so it didn't <laughs> well, really help. I said it was a hooker. It's not exactly therapy. I pay a lot of money for these jokes. <laughs> They're great jokes. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> They're the best ever. I get huge laughs at the laughing skull. All four people. <laughs> great. Well, Bill Cosby's wife defending her husband again. Defending him again. Said oh. people should focus yeah. on Bill Cosby's sensitive part. I thought that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me, it's the sensitive part that's been getting way too much attention. <laughs> and I want to congratulate Spelman College for yes. cutting off his endowment. Oh, no. <laughs> it's great to be on <laughs> Thank you, the Donald. You see, you should have been seeing a therapist instead of a hooker about his sex addiction. A... That's why that was tremendously funny. It was a very tremendous, best yes. joke ever, probably. Well, the... <laughs> it was <Thank> huge. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ask anybody. Survey shows. It's huge. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, honestly, I love it when Trump gets involved in anything. And the Fox News girls, or guys in the morning show, have him on all the time talking about the issues. And it's all the same. I know I could solve that if I was president, but frankly, I'm too busy. Everybody knows that. All the survey show, I'd be number one. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Jeez, Donald, take it easy, man. God. Oh, mercy. Okay, anyway, it's only the camera. It's only me. Hangman's here, and John Boy's here, so we'll be fine. And I do hope Pete feels... Gets well and gets better. But honestly, God, the first thing I thought was, damn it. You know, I mean, he, well, he texted me like 7 o'clock. I mean, I've been up for three hours working already. And he texted me at 7 o'clock in the morning and says, you've been throwing up all night and you can't come in. And the first thing I thought was, son of a, you dirty, you know, chicken liver, you know, damn her. And I mean, just for a split second. Then I said, well, I'd rather be in my shoes than his today. So, uh, but, it, you know, we're all like that. I don't mind admitting it. I don't, you know, I, 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 I now I can do everything myself. And, I, and then the freaking world, I'm serious about this 400. It's unbelievable. Almost every day now, somebody does something stupid, and all it requires is a 10-second mistake, and it backs up traffic for an hour and a half. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's just, I, I, it's just absolutely astounding. And, and, and usually it's something stupid. Somebody diving into a lane or cutting somebody off or following too close or texting. I followed a woman down, the 400, down 400 yesterday who texted. It was, it was stopping. It wasn't, we weren't going 60 or 70. We were do, you know, doing the 20 and then 10 and then 5 and then 20 and 10 and 5. And she texted the entire way between Haynes Bridge Road and when I lost her at Northridge. I mean, she, if like 45 minutes, she texted the whole time. She'd look up in her phone, look up to her phone, look up to her phone. Unbelievable. I mean, man, I was just waiting for her to run into the guy ahead of her. And she, of course, she'd slam on the brakes, you know, a dick dot, dick dot, a little staccato brake slamming. So, you know, the guy behind her is going nuts. Oh, man, it was just brutal. Did you throw a cigarette butt at her? Oh, if I had one, I would have. <laughs> probably, on, probably on Facebook trying to figure out what her uh, ex-boyfriend was doing from high school. Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised, man. Social media, you idiots. You know they, these things last forever. All right, that's 1226. Man, I can't believe it. All right, I'm, so we got stuff to do. Oh, man, I just made a mess all over my papers here with my stuff and my stupid. I've had this cold for a month, and I don't know what the hell the deal is, but I don't like it. Anyway, uh, boys, I appreciate you helping here today because it's going to be a little bizarre. All right, Newsbreaking Lights coming. <laughs> Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And uh, we got stuff and sound bites and... Uh, 
Just uh, the thing is, keep it posted here at uh, 1227 with the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. You are listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. This is the Reverend Al Sharpton from MSNBC. <laughs> this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Pete Davis. Oh. If Pete can slough off work one more day, he'll be named an honorary king, brother. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Remember, if Marty or Dexter wakes up before noon, six more weeks of shiftlessness. You're not sure enough to let me go. Baby, it ain't fair, you know, to just keep me hanging around. Yes. Say you don't this is one of my daughter Jennifer's favorite groups, The Wreckers. Uh, News Radio 1067. It's all in the camera, 1234. And Jessica Harp from The Wreckers is 33 today. It's all right, yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about this couple of the birthdays. Take your love Actress Maura Tierney from News Radio and ER is 50. Wow. I remember uh, Michelle Green from L.A. Law went on to do a couple of like Lifetime movies, kind of a little brunette girl, thinny little skinny little thing. Michelle Green is 53 today. Wow. And uh, Nathan Lane, very famous Broadway actor, and he was in uh, Birdcage and all those women. Nathan Lane is 59 today. One of the funniest things was when Robin Williams was trying to convince him how to act like a man when he was about to meet his family. And they start talking football, and Robin Williams says, let's pretend I'll be a guy, you'll be a guy who'll talk football. And Robin Williams says, hey, what do you think of that uh, Bears game? Was that unbelievable? And Nathan Lane goes, oh, it was hideous. It was just so disgusting, and their uniforms were so ugly. (laughs) No, that's not what I mean. (laughs) I was disenchanted. I was embarrassed. (laughs) No, no, that's not it, Nathan. All right, 1235. It's only me. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. All right, here's the deal. A lot of things going on here today, and I'll try to get to them all. We have a a little spat going on in Congress. Also, you know what? I'm going to replay in a couple of minutes, John Boy. I'm going to replay yesterday, late afternoon, late in the show, uh, uh, Charlton Heston called in on the Newsmaker line, and it it really got us. It was so funny. I'm going to play it again for you here in just a minute. But first of all, uh, we have a new Falcons coach. We heard a little bit about him this morning, which was nice. Uh, There may be a gaming resort coming to South DeKalb County. Sports books lost a bundle on the Super Bowl this year, and we'll talk about Warren Sapp. I think he was set up. I mean, he was an idiot. He was an idiot. Should it Super Bowl? My God, this is what happened. To, was it Eugene Robinson of the Falcons back when we went to the Super Bowl in the nineties? He got caught trying to solicit a hooker, and out, out in, and Warren Sapp just had two uh, escorts, which are hookers. Uh, with a classier kind of a time. I think they're all they're all college girls working their way through law school. Do you know that? All escorts are actually college girls working their way through dental school and law school. It's a tremendous accomplishment. Anyway, Warren said, "What? A, what? A, and I am almost tempted to tell you about my own personal. Nah, it's, that would be bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's humiliating and embarrassing on me about, about on my part." It's something I'll, I'll, I, I regret my whole, the rest of my life. Well, I think we all really want to hear it. Well, well maybe so. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, quickly, let me tell you, there's a, there's a spat going on between Elsie Hastings, the scumbag, crook, criminal, cheater, liar, fraud, who is a congressman from Florida, and between him and a Texas congressman named Burgess, and they were talking in Congress yesterday about the Obamacare, and Elsie Hastings, the former federal judge who was convicted of uh, sol- of uh, soliciting bribes, committing perjury, tampering with evidence, got thrown out of the uh, judgeship, and then four years later, the people in Florida elected him to Congress. 
And he's been there for years and years. Anyway, uh, here's what he said talking about a congressman from Texas. Now, I don't know about in your state, which I think is a crazy state to begin with. I do feel that I need to say that as a member of Congress, I'm used to attacks and invectives being tossed my way. That's part and parcel of the territory. But there is no reason at all to impugn the people, governor of the state of this country. And I will await the gentleman's apology. You will wait until hell freezes over for me to say anything in an apology. That is Alcee Hastings, the congressman from Florida, who is a convicted crook and a liar and a perjurer, and he tampered with evidence and everything else, took money on the side. He also paid his girlfriend $600,000 over four years as a member of his helping staff in Congress. His girlfriend, $622,000. Most expensive uh, 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 giver of money to staff people in the history of Congress. Out of all the members of Congress, he's number one giving money to friends and family. And lovers. 1238. Quick newsbreaker line. In case you missed it, just a laugh from yesterday late. Here's the newsbreaker line. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston. Uh, well, sir. Was you... I able to get through before Brett? Hopefully, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's waited for you, sir. It's all yours. Lines up right behind <laughs> me. That's fast. <laughs> Why would President Obama, no. Mr. Heston? Yes, sir nominate Loretta Lynn as attorney general? I mean, she's a well, fine country singer, but no, sorry. the hell would Loretta Lynn know about the Justice Department? Does she even have a law degree? I mean, <laughs> well, no, it's, it's not. See, Loretta... I mean, I, I thought Obama hated coal miners. Why would he nominate <laughs> coal a miners. coal miner's daughter, daughter. like Loretta no, Lynn Loretta Lin- as see. attorney general of the United States? Well, I again, mean, what the hell is this? No, Why, sir, Judd is sir, secretary of sir. agriculture? <laughs> no, I mean, sir. sure, hog futures would go up, I mean, no. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Dolly Loretta. Parton it's is the Loretta. secretary of the transportation. I mean, she's got a nice set of headlights, but what does she know about? <laughs> what? It's not like, Loretta Lynn, the country singer, sir. It's a different... Why didn't you stop me, you <laughs> well, bastard? Is that Loretta? Who is it? It's a, another girl entirely, sir. Lynn is Loretta. You don't know who it is. Loretta, you can't idiot. remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wasn't in the Brookfield Country Club newsletter. I just have a little block here. For See, a I'm supposed to be the dumb one here. If you don't know either, it's not going to work at all. If you don't... I'm frantically trying to remember the damn name. You want to trade and I'll tell you it's Loretta Lynch and you're going to ask Lynch, about there it. you go. It's a different, not Loretta Lynn, it's Lidge or something, is it? Thought that. Sorry. <laughs> I guess you were going over the new promotion plan. You were too busy to <laughs> see where was my name. <laughs> I can't get over the thought of you going out to the Holiday Inn at the airport and singing Harry <laughs> Connick. I cannot get that out of my mind. <laughs> How would that go, Mr. Heston? <laughs> well, it might go something like this. I'm going to do both parts. Uh, now. All right, all right, sir. <laughs> Someday when I'm feeling low, they won't promote my show. Management says I've never heard of you. Where is Michael Graham tonight? See, that would be the Kimmer Woe is me. God bless the Holiday Inn. Yes, sir. Yeah. Or over at the La Quinta, which is a Spanish word for next to Denny's. <laughs> Spanish for next to Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to tip the waitresses, yes. 
I'll have the Rudy Tootie if you don't mind. Well, you know, I called the front desk at the Lakiti. I didn't tell you about that. No, what did you do, I sir? I said, I got a leak in my sink, and they said, go ahead if you have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're not going to clean the room anyway, so... <laughs> He sure got a leak in my sink. <laughs> anyway, it's time for a visitor from the East. Excellent, sir. Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak the Magnificent. The answer to this question is Puxatani Phil. And Kennesaw State University President Dan Papp. Puxatani Phil and Kennesaw State University President Dan Papp. Name two people who are afraid of their own shadow. <laughs> Great to be on the Thank show. Thank you so much. Just the way you look tonight. Thank you so much. Daring my fears. <laughs> look out, that was from late yesterday in the program, but I just, we had it laughing so hard on it. It was just one of the great newsbreaker lines of all time, and I thought you might get a kick out of it. The next day, that's why you should never miss an hour. I mean, you know, it's not me. There's stuff here that it might be uh, might be at least partly entertaining. We certainly hope so. I right, got twelve forty two now. Okay, Joe, Joe, you're drunk. Okay, you're drunk. Give me your keys, <laughs> and and I'm drunk, so I'll give you my keys. Yeah, okay, that'll work. Now we're both good to drive home. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Stand on by. News Radio one zero six seven. Look out! Look out! Uh, this is a Ray Romano, <laughs> and this Ray. portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yeah, yeah. is brought to you by Pete Davis. Oh. I don't want to say Pete's faking it or anything, but he got some pointers from Kimma's final wife. <laughs> oh, Kimma, don't stop handing me tissues. My nose is so stopped up. And now, here's your host, Thank uh, you. Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out. Oh, Kimmer. Oh, Kimmer. <laughs> Look out. 1248, how's it going? It's only me. And these are the Dixie Chicks, who in 2007, the Dixie Chicks won five Grammys, including Album of the Year, Taking the Long Way, which had been basically ignored by country music stations because you'll recall the Dixie Chicks over in a foreign country, I believe it was England, were bad-mouthing President Bush, saying they were ashamed and embarrassed to be from Texas or from America with a president like him, or words to that effect. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is there's certainly their right to say so, but when you do it in a foreign country, blasting your president and your country for another nation... It's not exactly treason, but it's really bad form. It's just snotty and bitchy and skanky. So everybody kind of ignored them for a while, and they're still around, I guess. That was 2007. Anyway, a cook birthday note, Blythe Danner is 72. She's the mother of Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, whose husband, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's father, Mr. Danner, uh, Blythe Danner's husband, died not long ago. Blythe Danner's 72 today. So there you go. I look out. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Alright, Newsmag Line's coming up. Sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Also, Robin Williams's family in a dispute now. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. In fact, I have I can relate to that, boy. When wills, people die and there are wills and things that people want and family stuff, geez, do this in advance. Settle it in advance. I mean, the fighting after someone dies is uh, is brutal. All right, we'll get to that in a second. Also, the connector and what should happen in that case and uh, groundhog phony mayor business. We'll get to all that whole deal and all your issues. Measles, vaccinations. We'll talk about uh, Warren Sapp, whoremongering, 
Uh, all that good stuff. Before, oh, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. <laughs> if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. <laughs> the check's in the mail, and I won't come back in six more months with a rate increase. <laughs> that was it's awesome. official Obamacare <laughs> spokesman John Lovett. Thank calling. you, Mr. Lovett. How's it going, sir? I have a new client, Pete Davis. Pete Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete yeah. is, uh, yeah, he's uh, very sick. sick. He's got the uh, the blue flu. He's uh, <laughs> he's doing his uh, Leslie Wiggins impersonation. I mean, I can't get up. The man is at death's door. Death's door, is he? Death's door. His nose is stopped up. His head is congested and Kimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Pete's eyes are so watery, he just missed a straight-in nine ball in the side pocket <laughs> and damn near knocked his beer over. So you should stop him flying. Obviously under the weather, not up yeah. to snuff. Thank you. I've been very busy. I signed another client yesterday, Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp. Oh, you're good Warren timing. Warren Sapp is 100% totally innocent. innocent. Yeah, yeah, innocent of all the charges. <laughs> all right. So Warren yeah. will be using the Kim Peterson defense. <laughs> Which is that again, sir? Your Honor, I didn't know she was just doing it for the money. I thought she really loved me. <laughs> she said it. I don't know. How did that work out, by the way? <laughs> Thank you. At least Warren will only get a fine and a suspended sentence as opposed to losing two houses in his life savings. Well, yeah, on, that's it. on the other hand, I feel so much lighter without my nest egg, you know. I... <laughs> of course, yes. And you've got a whole closet full of laundered shirts because she took you to the cleaner. <laughs> well, the Falcons have hired an assistant coach from Seattle. Seattle assistant. I guess Arthur Blake was impressed with that last Seahawk play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Another guy who can blow it in the red zone. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Sign him up. Yeah. yeah let's get him too. More bad news for the Falcons, Kimmer. Really? What's, I wouldn't know. It looks like they're not going to be on the radio for the next few years. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the station that anyone listens to. That's it. <laughs> That's the ticket. Poor team. My attempt to suck up the management. <laughs> My other client, radio podcast pimpster non-entertainment reporter Rodney the Ho of the AJC, <laughs> wants me to vehemently decide that he writes columns for financial gain. Really? We deny it? And it was the editor. Yeah, the editor's idea to do a three-part series on Larry Wax's favorite places to pick up free government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> be on a radio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Eric Von Hessler's up to. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should write a four-parter on Ludlow. <laughs> Ludlow Park. You just fun seekers. Hello, <laughs> You call your mom and tell her to stick it. That's what you <laughs> Finally, today is the 65th birthday of Kimma's favorite actress, yes. Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild, yes. Who, sir. by the way, I slept with. <laughs> I seduced Morgan with my spot-on Donald Trump impersonation. Oh, excellent, sir. I said, Morgan, this is going to be great. It's going to be huge. <laughs> you better stand back. I have no idea how big this relationship could get. <laughs> Everybody knows it. <laughs> You should come down to Palm B. 
Gates. You know, I'm club champion three years running, Kimmer, and I'm no slouch myself. No, don't sell yourself short, Donald. You're a tremendous slouch. No, I'm huge. Oh, you're huge. I got a negative three handicap. You should come play, you know, yeah, when right. they have that uh, foreclosure auction for your place down there. <laughs> Once they clear out those Mexican squatters who've been living here for the last time. I didn't even know why no offense had property in Palm Beach. <laughs> Great to be on the Wait, show. No offense property. I love it. Thank you so much, John. Look out. Hey, where's my house? Oh, Mercy. 12.55, and it's only the Kimmer. All right, latest now, the downtown connector shut down for hours yesterday. And here we have a quote from Georgia State University. The university released a statement saying, Georgia State University sincerely apologizes for the traffic problems resulting yesterday from the mounting of a student camera at the 14th Street Bridge. The camera was one of 18 used by students in an art project and deployed at various locations in the city. Georgia State Police are closely cooperating with the Atlanta Police Department in the removal of all of the cameras. Eighteen of them? Eighteen cameras all over the city. To do what? What was the purpose of the art project? To show moving cars? To show traffic backups? To show, I mean, what? what for what possible purpose? What could, a, what could a camera on the bridge see as what are 18 cameras to put together something for an art project. I mean, if it was a transportation study, I could even see it, but they should have mounted it where it's big thing saying traffic study, don't panic or something. I don't get this at all. What the hell's in what art project? Wouldn't you think if you were going to mount 18 cameras kind of suspiciously around town, you would let somebody know? Well, I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, especially, you know, my God, given, you know, ISIS and Al-Qaeda and the Taliban, I mean, for crying out loud, the Muslim terrorists, extremist nut jobs. I, I want to know what the art project is. You did not release enough information, Georgia State. You screwed up here. Now let's find out what the hell the art project was. I'll bet you it was something completely stupid, like trying to determine whether uh, the setting sun changes different colors off of windshields at 562 in the afternoon or something. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it'd be some stupid, I guarantee you some ridiculous project. And some, it's probably some graduate student's idea of a way to get, uh, to get into, into uh, his doctorate campaign or something. I mean, this is just nonsense. If I just, I, I, somebody please tell me what the hell it was. What's the project? Well, and and they also had on the camera slow motion. Do not open until spring. Yeah. So I, I wonder if it was slow motion video For what? taping so what, cars. Who hasn't heard of slow motion? I mean, you know that's invented already. So what's this about? I don't get it. Somebody tell me, please. I'm begging you. Twelve fifty seven. It's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio one zero six seven. You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. If it wasn't for pickpockets, The Kimmer would have no sex life at all. Wait, oh, wait the a minute. Kimmer Show on <laughs> News Radio 1067. All right, look out. 105, here we go. News Radio 1067, and it's only The Kimmer. Madonna, children at your feet. 1968, Paul McCartney recorded Lady Madonna at the Abbey Road Studios, but the record is credited as a Beatles song, but it is not a Beatles song. Paul McCartney hired unknown session musicians to record the music that he sang. It was not the Beatles. Creeping 
But the Beatles got the official credit. And also on this day, a year later, the Beatles, with objections from Paul McCartney, hired the manager Alvin Klein, Alan Klein, to straighten out their financial affairs. But the band's mismanagement and money issues led to its breaking up. You want something else interesting about this song? What's that, sir? A few years ago, the Beatles came out with uh, some unreleased stuff, and one of the songs was called Hey Bulldog. Yeah. The video for Lady Madonna is actually the filming of them recording the song Hey Bulldog. No kidding. Weird. I love it. Hey, by the way, did you see this? Just in, there's a new story coming up about ISIS killed that Jordanian pilot. Did they set him on fire? They burned him or something? I mean, I, I, we got to go see if we can find that. And again, Hangman's doing like triple duty today. I appreciate it, man. But uh, there, I, I was watching, I'm, you know, we're kinda, okay, I got one hand behind my back because Pete's off. He was sick today. Pete's, uh, Pete's not going to make it. He's been harping and harping all night long. Anyway, uh, but there's, I've been watching reports, and I can't get it all here because I'm, you know, working. Uh, but there's apparently there's something about this Jordanian pilot, the video showing him being murdered, and I think... He may have been set on fire. So I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll try to get that to you. Also, if you if you were an art student at Georgia State, you know what the project was that shut down the downtown connector for hours yesterday and caused all sorts of problems. It was a Georgia State University art project. I, it doesn't say what professor. It doesn't say what class. It was an art project. 18 cameras, and they're taking them all away now after what they did yesterday because somebody was an idiot. I'll, I'll, bet, the, I'll bet the project was stupid. You know, that, that's what kills me. You know, if they were trying to, you know, save lives by measuring the nourishment of something to children, you know, that's one thing. But if they're doing an art project that, that does stuff like this, and I'll, bet, I'll guarantee it was a dumb, dumb reason. Probably the uh, education department. Education classes are the, are the or used to be anyway, the gut courses of college. All right, what do you got here? Hold on a second. Here we go. Burned a, Oh, my God. Thank you, Hangman. A video just published by Islamic Military ISIS shows their Jordanian pilot being burned alive, a man standing in a cage engulfed in flames. The pilot was captured in Syria in December. Uh, He was killed a month ago. The entire video, established by a Twitter account, uh, is ISIS propaganda. Uh, Let's see. Uh, The video is clearly intended to shock. It shows the pilot walking at gunpoint amongst rubble caused by airstrikes. And I'm just reading this for the first time. Uh, showed the dead body of the State Department working to confirm it. I think it'll read double divisions. Uh, gathering support, dignified headdress, long black robe. Uh, one of the pilot's uncles, a retired general, was close to tears asking to relay a, a, an appeal to the hostage takers. They hoped he'd be treated with lenience because he was a Muslim. And, but they didn't care because he was an enemy pilot. And, well, I don't. there's no more about what happened. But the first, this, this is the chilling line. A video published online by ISIS shows the pilot being burned alive, a man standing in a cage engulfed in flames, screaming. <clears throat> but, you know, like Putty Tat says, these guys are just a junior varsity. Really nothing to worry about. Yeah, the, the object of containment. Containment? Containment means letting them go about their business and, and trying not to expand too much. That, that's not a policy. <clears throat> anyway, I just... I can, imagine, can you imagine that? Putting a pilot in a cage and setting him on fire? Man. ISIS. So what do you want to do about it? Nothing? Okay, let's do nothing. <laughs> all right. 109. It's all of the camera news radio 1067. Mm-hmm. By the way, I think this was a completely wonderful touch of class when alongside the Mays Ward Dobbins Funeral Home in Marietta, owners of dozens of vintage classic cars paid a final tribute 
to the couple who was murdered just trying to get an old 66 Mustang that he wanted when he came back from Vietnam. Bud and June Runyon were murdered after a Craigslist killer suckered them into his place and murdered them. And uh, they were put to rest, and uh, dozens of classic cars showed up as an escort to the cemetery. And I think because that's what they would have wanted. And um, one of these guys, it's a group called Retired Old Men Eating Out, a Romeo. Is that cool or what? <laughs> Retired Old Men Eating Out. And they escorted the bodies to the National Cemetery in Canton, 25 miles away, because they said he's one of us. Man, isn't that, isn't, what a shame. I mean, here's a Vietnam veteran and his wife, been married forever, and they're almost 70 years old. And they go to buy a classic old car that he's always wanted when he came back from Vietnam, and he got murdered because of it. For, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, and the Warren Sapp thing. Uh, I'm, I just, he was set up. I'll guarantee he was set up. I'll guarantee he was set up. He apparently got two escorts who were hookers. I mean, there's, she, street walkers are not the same as escorts. Escorts are girl, a dating service. You call up and you ask for a girl, and you describe what you want, and they show up at your door. And you, if you, they'll theoretically say it's not for sex, it's just companionship. If you want to, you know, you can have the girlfriend experience. You pay $400 or whatever it is. I have no idea. I've never done it, but uh, uh, theoretically, uh, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, she'll show up. You take her to dinner. You go to a movie. You go to a party. You go dancing. Have your friends. And then uh, whatever, you know. And it's just, it's all a question of what you want to pay for and what they'll do. Well, anyway, Sapp, who's 42 years old, was in a downtown Phoenix hotel, booked into jail. Two girls apparently claimed that they did have sex with him, uh, but he's been arrested not only for, well, the charges were a prostitution, but also assault. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was a noise disturbance, 2.30 in the morning. A woman claimed she had been beaten up. There was a meeting in the lobby. She and another woman were there as escorts. They had an argument over money, and an altercation turned physical, spilling into the hallway. I'll guarantee you what happened was these two tramps got up to his room, these two professional tramps got up to his room, and undoubtedly said something like, well, you're going to have to pay more than that. Or, you know, I mean, you know, you know if you don't give us an extra five grand, we're going to uh, spill the beans on what you just did. You know, and, he, and I'm sure that, I guarantee you that's what happened. It was extortion. It was blackmail by whores. And he was stupid to do it. I mean, he was stupid. He was stupid, stupid, stupid. He's a Hall of Fame football player. He was working. He was broke because of bankruptcy in the past, but he was still working. He was making money. He was getting his life together at the age of 42. And then he, now he goes to jail, and he's got a record, and he's going to go possible assault on two hookers. Unbelievable. And the women were, were cited for not having a, an official escort permit. <laughs> you can be an escort if you have a permit in Phoenix, apparently. You get a permit for that? A permit for that. Badges? You've got to show you no stinking badges. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Uh, look out, look out. News Radio 1067. Now we're talking. This is Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> Jerry. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yes, is brought to you by Pete Davis, Pete Davis who huh? today called in sick yeah, yeah. of Brent, the truck driver. <laughs> but who isn't? Do they have to put this guy on every day? What is this, the Ludlow Port Show? <laughs> and now, you. here's your host, Fun Seekers, Kim Peterson. <laughs> What's up, That's right, baby. This one goes out special, slow dedication. To all my hot mahogany babes on the Kimber program, Kara and all you, yeah, you know who you are, baby. That's right, just keeping it crunked out, This is rapper Sean Kingston. 25 today. You know what? 
this is actually musical. I mean, this is a musical rap. I, you know, this is all right. This is music. I just don't like the, you know, the shouting, bad name stuffing that has, just has sort of a beat to it, but isn't really musical. This is a musical rap. He's got, like, some reggae in there, too. Yeah, it's yeah, that, that's true. He sounds like a little Jamaican, some with the oh, with drums, boing drums and going on and stuff. Anyway, Sean King's at 25. couple of birthdays. Uh, oh, here, I love the way they identify her on the wires. Human rights activist Amal Alamodine Clooney. That's George Clooney's new bride. They got human rights activist Amal Alamuddin Clooney, 37 today. And actress Rebel Wilson is 29, for that matter. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 119 on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844 1067. Oh, don't forget, you can catch up on anything on the old Kimmer program that you might have missed on the Kimmer Show page at newsradio1067.com. Newsradio1067.com, Kimmer Show page, and we'll have the like all my shows up there on programs and stuff in case you miss something, whatever. All our shows since January 1st. Since January 1st, uh, coming up uh, uh, shortly, which is nice. Thank you. Hangman's doing a lot of stuff, and John Boy uh, taking care of us here. Thanks, man. appreciate it. All right, we got a newsmaker line coming up. In fact, uh, we got Kenny G. Hold on, Kenny G. I'll get to you in a second. I want to get the newsmaker line here. And then we'll talk about the business with Warren Sapp. I guarantee he was set up. Doesn't excuse what he did. He was stupid. But he's also a grown man. And you know what? I don't have a problem with a 42-year-old man hiring a woman by the hour to make out with him in a hotel or go to dinner or have sex or whatever. You know, honestly, and the issue of men's and women's issues in the world today and ISIS and uh, Al-Qaeda, and uh, what the hell? Who cares? I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, really? And now he's lost his job. He's out of a career, and, and he's going to be a pig the rest of his life. They fired him. He had two jobs, and they fired him from both because he because he was stupid. Because the chicks extorted. I guarantee you they extorted him. Hey, newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Peter Griffin calling. <laughs> hey, from my favorite show, Family Guy. Hiya, Peter. Well, you know, Brian has a bone to pick, literally, with John Boy. Oh, really? You're done? What, why? Well, apparently, John Boy went and stole Brian's girlfriend. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get in the middle of that or anything. <laughs> but... hey, 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 wait a minute. It's a doggy. <laughs> Good doggy. Good doggy. Hey, Kim, did you yes. see that new commercial on television last night? It's great. No, I didn't. Which one? I didn't. Uh... Malcolm Butler of the New England Patriots. <laughs> he just won the Super Bowl. Malcolm, what are you going to do next? I'm going to Diddy World, man. <laughs> Where Mickey at? I'm going to Diddy World. I put my grape snow cone. <laughs> grape snow cone. <laughs> grape snow cone. It's Disney World. It's Disney, World. Disney World. Disney. 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 Oh my God, man. <laughs> Hey, Kimmer, do you yes. hear about the new Tiger Woods sandwich? The sandwich? No, I didn't hear Tiger Woods. Cover me, John Boy. The Tiger Woods sandwich comes with extra chips. <laughs> chips are like a tooth. He chipped a tooth. <laughs> extra it's, chips. I, it's a lot, I, I get know. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Kimmer's going to have a lot of sod laid over it soon. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hey, did you hear jogging can be bad for your heart? Jog bad for your heart, yeah. Which explains why Cumulus bought the camera a new treadmill and running shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get out of that contract, you know? Yeah, the second one will do it all right. <laughs> second heart attack's a bummer. <laughs> hey, Kim, did you hear about the new uh, Indian back gambling complex in DeKalb County I, over there on Covington Highway? I heard something about coming up, yeah. Yeah, as if driving down Covington Highway at night wasn't enough of a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a great neighbor to put a massive attraction area. <laughs> oh, my God, last night they had a drive-by stabbing. 
Stabbing. Unusual. Boy, I, boy, do I feel stupid, well, Kimmel, like I was telling Lois. Yeah, what, what do you mean, sir? What happened? Well, when I heard Bruce Jenner wanted to be an organ donor, I thought we were talking about kidneys, liver, maybe his heart or something. I, <laughs> He's going to donate something, all right, his organ. I didn't realize he called Chaz Bono and said, hey, you need a spare? Dude, Bono! Yowie! I think Bruce Jenner is serious, though. Really? Do you? He had his name legally changed to Les Johnson. <laughs> Les Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Not so you know, much Johnson right there. <laughs> I think I'm going to grape snow cone now, man. <laughs> Thank you so I'm much. I'm going to Dilly World. Where <laughs> Mickey at? Hey, Donald Duck, put some pants on, man. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Peter Griffin. Look out. Mercy! 124. With a camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1060. That silly show, The Family Guy, honest to Pete, I, I mean, I laugh out loud pretty much every time I watch one of their. I mean, it's just something in there. You know, they, they, silly stuff. They have, you know, they have to show out all them drinking and drunk stuff. And right next to the bar, there's a, or no, right next to the uh, um, Alcoholics Anonymous thing, there's a bar, and the name of the bar is the 13th Step. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Just nuts. All right, let me get to uh, Kenny G on uh, News Radio 1067. Hiya, Kenny G. Hey, Kimber, I listen to you as often as I can, man. Thank you, you sir. Funny. You, you make me laugh and make my day. Well, you're very really kind. Good. Thank but you so I much. Got a, I got a conspiracy theory. But right. Before I tell you what the conspiracy theory I had, yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you about Warren Sapp. You're right. That was stupid. Yeah. But Warren Sapp should have thought about Pete Carroll. When in doubt. And it looks so good, and you're in too deep. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Very funny, <Okay>. Kenny. G. <laughs> I missed you, man. How's it going? You doing all right? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Here's the conspiracy. conspiracy okay. Thing. All right. All right. You know, Lynch did not have a good interview with the media, so they didn't want Lynch to be the MVP. Yeah. So the fact remains is that's why Pete Carroll passed because they didn't want him winning the MVP or winning the Super Bowl. You're that deep. You've been running that man all that time. Come on now. Uh, well, you know, and, and in fact, you know that Tom Brady gave the truck to the to that guy uh, uh, Malcolm Butler, the undrafted rookie who caught that pass. He gave. Uh, well, Tom Brady says he's going to give the truck to him, but the problem is if he gives him the truck, then the kid's going to have to pay for all the taxes and stuff. So he's hoping that Chevy will just make it good for the guy instead of himself. He wants to give the truck away to the guy that he thinks uh, you know was the most valuable player. Even Brady says that uh, that rookie Malcolm Butler was the most valuable player for what he did. He saved the game. Yeah. He saved the game. Yeah. Well, we, we <laughs> can always think, we can always think about Pete Carroll. Pass. You pass. <laughs> Kenny G, thanks, man. Uh, 126, let's call it, a News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. Warren Sapp, by the way, was in the NFL from 95 to 207, 2007, Tampa Bay and Oakland. Uh, helped the Buccaneers uh, go to the Super Bowl in 2002. Uh, but Warren Sapp also was arrested before the Super Bowl in 2010 for beating up a girl. Uh, they dropped the charges because her statements were inconsistent. In, uh, uh, he also filed for bankruptcy. Warren Sapp bankrupt in 2012, owing almost $7 million to creditors and back child support and alimony. He had been working, and he just got fired from both the, the companies that, were, that had hired him as an analyst for the NFL Network. And I think he did some TBS stuff or TNT stuff, if I'm not mistaken, as well. 
Uh, he denies he hit anybody or did any, any kind of assaulting, but uh, he's, he admitted that he had the hookers up there, and I'll guarantee you they were extorting money out of him and wanted more money, or, they, or they'd go to the cops, and that's what they did. And you know he's an alum from that uh, prestigious university in South Florida known only as <laughs> the U. Yeah, the U, yeah, right. Now, 127, Free Shoes University is a competitor. Uh, 127 on News Radio 1067. Right You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Joe Pesci. Hey, and Joe. this portion of the Kim Peterson <laughs> Show is brought to you by Brent, the truck driver. Oh, right. He thinks he's funny. <laughs> funny how? What's funny about him? <laughs> he never made me laugh one single time. I mean, here's two minutes a day. None of us will ever get back. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. You notice that Brent hasn't called today. I hope he's not taking this the wrong way. <laughs> you really got me going. Tough crowd, tough crowd. 134. All right, Brent, Ollie, Ollie, and free, buddy. We miss you. What's going on? 134. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Dave Davies is a guitarist with the Kinks, and he's 68 today. All right, Dave. A couple of birthdays. Matthew Moy from Two Broke Girls is 31 today. And uh, let's see, John Boy, this was the anniversary in 1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. You know which one that was? 16th Amendment, 1913. Okay. Uh, 1913. It was the federal income tax allowance. And I'll tell you, the the only way to to, to change taxes, the only way to do it is to stop having them taken out of your paycheck. Because when it's taken out of your paycheck, you get a check, and that's your money. And you don't think, you say, oh, man, I'm not making money, da, da, da. but you still, that's your money, and you go about your business. If you had to write a check every April 15th for $12,000 or $60,000, whatever it was, nobody, everybody would be demanding changes in income tax. It's because they made it easy for the feds to take your money without you actually noticing it. That's how the tax code has not been reformed. If you had to pay uh, April 15th every year, just once a year, pay the money. <laughs> I would never have it. There you go. Never. Nobody would. Who would? No. I mean, very few, you know. You, and and, and that would change everything about it. But, uh, of course, no one listens to the camera. All right, 844-404. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, 1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the camera. I got right. I got to John. More news lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. A couple things really ticking me off here, Doctor. Yeah, the uh, Jordanian pilot caught by ISIS in Syria, shot down on a mission to support the military coalition against ISIS. He was burned to death in a cage. They put him in a cage and set him on fire and videotaped it so you can all enjoy it later. But, you know, like Putty says, ISIS is just the junior varsity. They're nothing really to, you know, we should just contain them, let them go, you know, let them do what they want where they are. But, you know, we don't want to, you know. Yeah. Any ground troops or anything? Yeah, and, and what? Yeah, God forbid you should take a freaking prisoner, a terrorist, a mass murderer, Gitmo, and have a dog bark on him while he's naked. Ooh, boy, that'll leave a scar. And the Barney song. Oh, and the yeah, play the purple dinosaur. I love you, you love me, over and over the top of their screaming lungs on the videotape and stuff, and get, and oh, oh, poor baby, setting him, setting him on fire. Please tell me there's a special place in the seventh realm of Hades for people like this. Well, I'm telling you, this this is just absolutely appalling. And I, I, I don't, if, you know, if this hasn't gotten your attention, I mean, my God. 
Anyway, and the other thing, it just came in today, too, Georgia State University admitting that it's screwed up and there are a bunch of idiots over there. In fact, let's get to John on News Radio 1067. 137 is our time. Hey, John, thanks for holding, man. How's it going? Hey, great, Cameron. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Obviously, these students didn't do this by themselves. No. They had to have some sort of faculty supervision. Yep. Why has that faculty member not been fired? Well, we don't know what, and nothing, they haven't told us anything. All We just found out a little while ago that it was Georgia State acknowledging that it was their art project for, I don't know what, doesn't say what class, doesn't say what professor, doesn't say anything, and what the art project was. And I'll guarantee you this was some stupid, stupid reason to do an art project, uh, 18 cameras all over Atlanta. Uh, th- and I'll guarantee you the reason was to, oh, you know, check the hues oh, no, of the no, sunset but, off but windshields at dusk. Is, I think it's against a lot of stuff to fix stuff to a bridge without a DOT permit, isn't I'm, it? I'm sure it is. There, this is clearly some kind of a misdemeanor, uh, and, and someone ought to have to pay for the police presence. And for if you can prove that you lost money because of the shutdown or something, Georgia State University ought to make it up to you. I I agree, but I want to see a professor getting fired. I like it, John. Very. I'm glad you called. Now I don't know about firing a guy, but he certainly ought to be punished. On the other, but they haven't come forward. What what class? If anybody knows anybody at Georgia State, anybody, please give me a call. I I, I guarantee you the project was some stupid. You know, measuring the difference in in hues bouncing off windshields or something. I guarantee it. Again, this, this this wasn't a make humanity better project. You know, some scientific study. This was crap. Absolute crap. But, you know, anyway, we'll find out. They haven't told us yet. And who's going to pick up the bill? Well, we are. Taxes. I mean, that bomb squad isn't uh, cheap. No, that, no, nothing's cheap. And we have, you know, it's all tax money. Overtime and extra time and more people call to the scene and therefore they're doing, uh, someone doing their duties somewhere else. I mean, it's, it's a snowball. It's like a butterfly waves his wings and, uh, you know, there's a tsunami across the world, you know? You said duty. I said duty. <laughs> All right, 138 on News Radio 106.7. It's all to the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Pete is off today. Pete, uh, Pete was not feeling well, but is he on the line now? He's on the, okay, we have Pete on the line. I wanted to ask you, Pete, uh, tell me what you think about hiring the new coach. Well, all right, but what about you think the Falcons are going to do better this year? Well, I'm really I'm more concerned, Pete, with anything about how the defense is going to look to us in uh, 2015. All right. Well, thank you, Pete. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to holy crap at sports after two. Anyway, it's only me, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Oh, man. You know, I used to watch The Bachelor. Uh, and the reason I used to watch The Bachelor, I, well, I, I didn't watch it live. I tape it because I can't, I couldn't stand to watch them on their dates when they go on. And it's just, it was just so uncomfortable and phony. I just hated it. But I loved to have the girls fighting each other over the guy. I mean, it was just so much fun. And the reason I used to tape it is because my daughter, Sarah, used to watch it with her friends. And the next night, it'd be on the, they'd get together and they'd watch The Bachelor and they'd all talk about it and so on. So, so we, I was communicating with my daughter and her friends about The Bachelor, so it was kind of a thing. You know, I've stopped watching because I can't take it anymore. But here's what one of, one of The Bachelor chicks last night, or the, I guess, yeah, Monday night, The Bachelor show, one of the girls uh, was talking about them going to New Mexico. And this, but Megan, I think is her name, and listen to what she says about uh, going to another place where she is not at the moment. Santa Fe. I've never been in New Mexico, but I hear it's beautiful. It's like a beach resort place. I think that New Mexico is definitely going to be a culture shock from what I'm used to. You know, the hats, sombreros that everyone wears in Mexico. I don't know if they wear that in New Mexico. It's definitely exciting to go on a new adventure, to fall in love with Chris. So excited. I've never been out of the country. It's going to be awesome. 
I've never been out of the country. And there was another girl. I heard this. I, another girl was so upset. There's one girl who was married and her husband died suddenly a year ago or 18 months ago or something. And so she has a horrible, tragic story. And one of the other girls who was one of the finalists, I guess, was crying because she doesn't have a horrible, tragic story like this other girl has a horrible, tragic story. These, my God, these are women who actually think. You know, I, I really I, I can't believe that I'm saying this. I think these women actually think they might be able to meet a guy on television and talk to him in front of cameras for a total of 12 minutes and actually fall in love and get married. I mean, are you serious? This is the way you want to court the. <laughs> and this bimbo's too stupid to know where New Mexico is. My wife makes me watch this show. Oh, God. Well, if I was married, I'm sure I would, but just to, to criticize everything. I, I think there's only been two couples in the 20 seasons oh, that this has been on that's worked. It's, it's Now it's become a joke. It, it's like they jumped the shark, so now it's, it's a caricature of oh. the entire effort. And, and it's just silly. It's just ridiculous. And I personally know the guy, Brad, that's been on The Bachelorette and was The Bachelor twice. Really? I personally know really? this guy, yeah. So there's a little well, scripting should, going on. We should have him call in one of these days. Oh, that would be kind of cool. All right, anyway, it's only me. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And oh, Har- I wish Pete were here cuz he's never read To Kill a Mockingbird and he's never seen the movie. Well, Harper Lee, who wrote it, has now realized she just found out that the first novel she wrote before To Kill a Mockingbird has been discovered by somebody who gave it to her lawyer, and she said, well, let's print it. So they're publishing it. Harper Lee's first novel before To Kill a Mockingbird is now being released, I think, by this summer. And it's the story of Scout as a grown-up. It's a, her first book was a, was a girl named Scout who was a grown-up who was going back to see her dad, Atticus Finch, but uh, And her publisher said, well, it's kind of confusing. Why don't you try to do it from the girl's point of view? So she put that aside, wrote the other book, gave that to him, and that's, and that's To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. But she, she thought the first book had disappeared. She never, didn't even know it was alive. It was, it was somebody who could read it. But it is, so Harper Lee's coming out with her first pre-Kill uh, a Mockingbird book. All right, 143. Man, I'm late. Sorry about that. Do you like killing? <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, look out, look out. This is Orson Welles, <laughs> Orson. and I'd like to welcome you to the show where there's never a dull moment. <laughs> Maybe a dull hour or two, but never, ever a dull moment. Come on, fellas, I'm not going to read this. This is bad copy. <laughs> Who wrote this, Brent, the truck driver? I mean, Trayvon has a point. The man is meaningless. His calls are unrewarding. And now under protest, oh here God. is Kim Peterson. <laughs> Sorry, Brent, really. It's, 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 you're just getting around here. <laughs> Look out! It's only the Kimmer. Along with Dennis Edwards from The Temptations, 72 years old today. What a great song. It's, cold, this, it's one of the great songs of all. This is a classic that would go through the years. This could be for people who enjoyed the big band sound of the 50s to modern-day rock and roller Gen Xers and millennials. My Girl by The Temptations. What a song. 149. It's all in the camera. News Radio 1067. Uh, also, this was a day in 1960. You ever heard of the show Candid Camera, John Boy? 
of course. Candid Camera. Candid Camera was an enormously hit, a huge show in the 60s, and probably into the 70s, I guess. And occasionally there was a, a, a re renewed version of it. But on this day in 1969, the creator of Candid Camera, Alan Funt, and his family were on an Eastern Airlines flight, and it got hijacked to Cuba. Alan Funt and his fam from Candid Camera on an Eastern flight that got hijacked to Cuba. And the fellow passengers recognized Alan Funt because he was the host of the show. He did his own show. And they thought it was a stunt. And in an article for the Associated Press, Alan Funt wrote the whole thing looked like a really bad movie. But he had nothing to do with it. But it was hijacked on an Easter plane. Alan Funt, Candid Camera. All right, I got a news bag line coming up here. Let me quick, can you pop up line one for me here? Here's a Vivan on News Radio 1067. A news bag line coming up. Vivan, thanks for holding, man. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, is is Brent not feeling good today? I hope he's okay. <laughs> he hasn't checked with me yet. That's unusual. The show suffers without him. Well, maybe he and Pete got something going. I don't want to say anything. but <laughs> um, I'm a photographer, and I just wanted to, to shed a little light on the uh, uh, what kind of cameras these are. Yeah, there were 18 um, cameras from Georgia State. They apologized for screwing up the downtown connector. I want to know what kind of project this was and what it could possibly have, had, have any value to students or anybody else. Well, what they are, they're pinhole cameras, and they're usually made out of a, a Coca-Cola can or a beer can. Right. And they're real small, and you have a piece of photographic paper inside, and then there's a tiny hole poked in the side of the can. Yeah. And I've done these before, and, what you, and, and I don't know about this particular project, um, but you set them out for a year. And they record the, the like stop gap, the, uh, stop action film, so a, a frame every like minute or whatever. Well, it's actually just one frame, but it's exposed over the process of six months or a year. And what you end up with is is like the skyline of Atlanta, and then you have the traces of the sun as it moves across. Yeah, um, that's what I figured. The sky yeah. and everything—they're really beautiful images, and they're they're you know usually very small and and. Uh, inconspicuous little devices, yeah. and whenever we've done them, you know, we always put a little label on them, like, you know, uh, don't touch, you know, photography project with a phone number and all that on them. Yeah. They, they don't look like bombs or anything. I mean, I'm surprised that people freaked out, but I suppose if it was well these days, you know, wrapped in black, yeah, black plastic or something, and yeah, it looked like bar, a pa it looked like a package. They didn't know what it was, yeah. and they didn't believe the sign. Well, listen, I appreciate it, Vivan, but uh, again, you know, trying to do pictures of the sun moving across the skyline. Ooh, I guess we should really have that in our lives. Yeah. Hey, the newsbreaker line. Let's use on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. <laughs> no, I wonder who this is. Oh, I can never tell by the who this time. is. I wonder who this oh, is. Oh, <laughs> Kibber, it's me, Robin Williams, calling from the Great Beyond. <laughs> All Rob? my children are fighting over my estate. Yes, they are. My so. deadbeat son, Dexter Williams, wants to sell a family Bible. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, and a shiftless brother, Marty Williams the third. <laughs> Hold on a second. This wants is... to pawn my Oscar to make a down payment on a golden corral. <laughs> Wait a second. This is it. You tricked me. It's Ronald Reagan. You just sly devil. You did it again to me. My God. Heavy sigh. Look of grief. <laughs> nanos, nanos. <laughs> I'm breaking out in words. <laughs> this would never happen with the Kimmers family when he dies. Really? What do you mean? You know, the waiting six-month mourning part. They'd be, <laughs> they'd be listing your crap on eBay before you were cold, man. <laughs> I got two Harleys for sale right here. Right. <laughs> and a horse, you know. <laughs> Under paper survey, top five answers on the board. Show me the number of tears shed for Kim Peterson. Show me zero. <laughs> well, yes, I understand the Falcons could face a fine for 
pumping in extra noise at the Jodo. Extra Jodo noise. Yes, but Arthur Blank has a pretty good defense. What's that, sir? It was to drown out all those chants of, You guys suck! <laughs> Get off the field! <laughs> <laughs> he should have to pay a fine. And let me just say, as an NFL fan, yes, Kimmer, sir. Yes, sir. it's a God-blessed shame that the Falcons won't be heard on the radio for the next several years. It's just <laughs> well, a know, little tragedy. They're probably definitely... the only team in the NFL that doesn't have a radio deal. <laughs> Well, good yes, news. Sir. Mimosa Elementary has just uh, announced their new director of children's health services. Oh, really? That's where the kid broke her arm the other day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> I told you, Nurse Ratchet, my eight-year-old daughter's <laughs> arm was broken in two places. She said, Jack, you should keep her out of those two places. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> Keep her out of those two places. My kid just broke her leg, Nurse Ratchet. What should she do? She should limp. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm drinking a mimosa over here, man. <laughs> do you know the difference between a mimosa elementary student and John Boy's girlfriend? No, I don't, sir. I don't know the difference. Well, John Boy's girlfriend always gets treated when she whimpers. <laughs> You know, liver snaps, kibbles and pits. <laughs> paw, paw. Are you sure that Pete Davis is sick? Well, he said, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just read that he was spotted having lunch with Michael Graham. <laughs> I mean, Kimmer, he loves the Kimmer, but Pete's got to look out for his future, you know. <laughs> that's right. Tied down with you this know, back a winner. That's what he needs to do. Oh, loser here, noon to three. <laughs> Brent, the truck driver hasn't been heard from. Have you not heard from Brett? I hope he's all right. My God. Yeah. I certainly hope it's nothing temporary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all pray that <laughs> we can enjoy this kind of day for years to come. <laughs> Tough crowd. Thank <laughs> you so much, Mr. Former President of these United States, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Look out! I've got dibs on the car. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 155. It's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Yeah, the Jordanian pilot. There's video out there. I'm not going to look at it. Of the ISIS screwball Muslim extreme killer maniacs setting fire to the pilot while they trapped him in a cage and engulfed him in flames. Screaming. You can imagine. I mean, just to think about it. And they, 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 they videotaped it. Have you ever seen any of those videotapes? Because I've never watched I don't, any of them. I, I won't watch them. I, I mean, I, I've, I'm up to the point, but I don't. I just, I have no interest in seeing uh, them cut off a person's head I at mean, all. I, I, I just don't. You know, the pictures are ample online. It's hard. Oh, it, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, think about it. I mean, they set him on fire and videotaped it as a publicity stunt to what scare us threaten us i mean and, and putty tat the president putty tat thinks this is a junior varsity team here working and i know we just joked with ronald reagan on the newsmaker line but could you imagine what what a real well, president would do no, it, I, with oh my goodness this is really appalling absolutely appalling set the pilot on fire burned him alive burned him till he's dead uh, 157 coming up here with the Kimmer. Also, you'll hear some of the candidates talking about this measles business what a phony issue this my god you've got to be kidding Anyway, 157 and more news break line sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. Doctor. Doctor, coming up on News Radio 1067. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067.
I don't want to say Kimmer wasn't very good looking as a youth, well, but when his mom dropped him off at school, she was fined for littering. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Yeah. You got a permit for that thing? This is a little gal named Melanie who somehow made the Almanac birthday list. I have never heard of her. Actually, I think I have heard of her, but it was. You know, like a one-hit wonder type deal. Anyway, Melanie is, the singer, is 68 today. So uh, congratulations to you, Melanie. Also, on this day in history, 1998, remember the name Carla Faye Tucker? Carla Faye Tucker in Texas was executed at the age of 38 in 1998 for the pickaxe murders of two people in 1983. She was the first woman executed in the United States since the 80s. And uh, they finally put her to death. And she was a nutbag. She was, uh, I remember this story very well. She was a freak. Well, it's okay. So I'm, I've made my peace. I'm going to go see Jesus now when I get down. I'm going to go see Jesus and I'm a family. No, you're actually not, ma'am. You're going to be burning in hell. So let's, you know, hate to break that to you. I don't want to say it anyway, you know. <laughs> so you got something of a shock in mind for you, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, look at Why? 206. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Newsmaker line's coming up. Uh, shortly, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. 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 Uh, and uh, what else we got here? Well, let's see. We have uh, the camera. I had a little blood test this morning, and Pete called in sick, and then Rush Hour screwed up because of 400, and some idiot uh, did something stupid on 400, and that backs up traffic for an hour and a half. So I say, if you if you are an idiot on 400, if you do something like, you know, clipping somebody's bumper, trying to sneak in, or switching lanes without telling anybody, whatever, do you do something stupid, then you should lose your driving privileges. Period. They take your car. Give it to a cop. Take your car and give it to a cop. For free. Period. There's no reason for this. It's just stupidity. Laziness and shiftlessness and lack of consideration. You know, one car goes and the next car goes. One car goes and the next car. That's how you merge for crying out loud. Come on, be nice. Also, uh, the pinhole camera. I still want to know what this art project was at Georgia State. They're not saying, or at least they aren't saying to me. They admitted they shut down the connector with their stupid camera thing for an art class. But I don't know what professor it was. I don't know what class it was. And I don't know what they were doing what they were trying to prove with these pinhole cameras to show over the course of six months how the sunset changes or something. I mean, come on, you're killing me here. New Falcons coach. Uh, let's see. We got all kinds of... Let's do a new, should we do a newsbreaker line? Let's do a newsbreaker line. You got one there ready for us there, John Boy? Susan, on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. <laughs> if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. <laughs> the check's in the mail, and I won't come back in six more months with a rate increase. <laughs> that was it's close. official Obamacare <laughs> spokesman John Lovitz Thank calling. you, Mr. Lovitz. How's it going, sir? I have a new client, Pete Davis. Pete Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete yeah. is, uh, yeah, he's uh, very sick. sick. He's got the uh, the blue flu. He's uh, he's doing his uh, Leslie Wiggins impersonation. I mean, I can't get up. The man is at death's door. Death's door, is he? Death's door. His nose is stopped up. His head is congested and Kimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Pete's eyes are so watery, he just missed a straight-in nine ball in the side pocket <laughs> and damn near knocked his beer over. So you should stop him blind. Obviously under the weather, not up yeah. to snuff. Thank you. I've been very busy. I assigned another client yesterday, Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp. Oh, you're a good time. Warren for... Sapp is 100% totally innocent. innocent. Yeah, yeah, innocent of all the charges. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Warren it will be using the Kim Peterson defense. <laughs> Which is that again, sir? Your Honor, I didn't know she was just doing it for the money. I thought she really loved me. <laughs> she said it. I don't know. How did that work out, by the way? <laughs> 
you. <laughs> At least Warren will only get a fine and a suspended sentence as opposed to losing two houses in his life savings. Well, yeah, on, that's it. on the other hand, I feel so much lighter without my nest egg, you know. I... <laughs> of course, yes. And you've got a whole closet full of blonde shirts because she took you to the cleaners. <laughs> Well, the Falcons have hired an assistant coach from Seattle. Seattle assistant. I guess Arthur Blake was impressed with that last Seahawk play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Another guy who can blow it in the red zone. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Sign him up. Yeah. yeah let's get a two. More bad news for the Falcons, Kimmer. Really? What's I wouldn't know. It looks like they're not going to be on the radio for the next few years. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the station that anyone listens to. That's it. <laughs> That's the ticket. Poor team. My attempt to suck up the management. <laughs> My other client, radio podcast pimpster non-entertainment reporter Rodney the Hoe of the AJC, <laughs> wants me to vehemently decide that he writes columns for financial gain. Really? Deny it? And it was the editor. Yeah, the editor's idea to do a three-part series on Larry Wax's favorite places to pick up free government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Hesley's up to. Let's see. Uh, maybe I should write a four-parter on Ludlow. <laughs> Ludlow Park, you're a fun seeker. Hello, <laughs> you call your mom and tell her to stick it. That's what you <laughs> Finally, today is the 65th birthday of Kimma's favorite actress, yes. Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild, yes. Who, by the way, I slept with. <laughs> I seduced Morgan with my spot-on Donald Trump impersonation. Oh, excellent, sir. I said, Morgan, this is going to be great. It's going to be huge. <laughs> you better stand back. I have no idea how big this relationship could get. <laughs> Everybody knows it. <laughs> you should come down to Palm Beach. You know, I'm club champion three years running, Cameron. I'm no slouch myself. Uh, don't sell yourself short, Donald. You're a tremendous slouch. No, I'm huge. Oh, you're huge. I got a negative three handicap. You should come play, you know, when they have that uh, foreclosure auction for your place down here. (laughs) (laughs) Once they clear out those Mexican squatters who've been living here for the last time. (laughs) I didn't even know what... No offense at property in Palm Beach. <laughs> Great to be on the Wait, show. No offense property. I love it. Thank you so much, John. John Lovitz, the official spokesman for Pete Davis. Oh, my God, it's only me. It's only the camera. 212 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Oh, my God, it's only me. More news break lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. We may fool around with some stuff about and that means... Captain Kangaroo is dead. I can't believe it! The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home. Look out, look out. News Radio 1067. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnak the Magnificent. The magnificent, yes. And this portion of our show yes, is sir. brought to you by... Yes, for a limited time only. For a limited time only. <clears throat> How much longer will you be able to listen to the Kimmer Show? <laughs> no. And now here's your Wait temporary host, Justin Heston. Walked right into that one, I guess. I... 
should have known better. 218, and it's only me. It's only the Kimber. With Gloria Estefan. This day, 1993, Gloria Estefan got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. 400 fans and family members were on hand for it. And she's uh, been a talented gal for a very long time. couple of birthdays of note. Football Hall of Famer Bob Greasy is 70. 70, wow. For those uh, champion Dolphins. Uh, although was he the was he the perfect season quarterback or was it? Uh, uh, oh, didn't he also? It was he was a perfect season, but it was also Earl Morrow was somebody I think fell fill in for a while, didn't it? I think if I'm not I mistaken. Know, Greasy, was, Greasy was the was the quarterback of that year when the team went was it 71 or what? 72. 72, and they went won, won them all, including the uh, Super Bowl. All right, look out! That's a glorious time. Also. Uh, Hall of Famer Fran Tarkington, the Kimmer wine thief, is 75. <laughs> well, he's not a thief. I, did I tell that story? No, but oh. I would love to hear it. Well, I, I'll do it very quickly. Um, years ago, when I, with my final wife, we were invited to a very exclusive and fancy country club for dinner with a guy who was a very really nice guy and his wife, and it was a lot of fun. It's a place where they would never allow me to be a member. Okay, so that's how good it was. <laughs> Which wouldn't really take that much, but anyway, so we're having dinner, and the guy ordered some wine, and he ordered a wine, a white wine, and it was called... Oh, no, I have a metal block, but I'll think of it. But, but Oh, but I can't think of the name, but it's, I remember the bottle. Anyway, so and I had a wine. I'm not a wine drinker. I'm not really a, much of a... I mean, I know about it a little bit, but I'm not dead to die. Okay, so I had a sip of this wine, and it was cold and crisp, and it was the best-tasting white wine I'd ever had. So I said to the, I said to the waiter, I said, can, can you give me that label? Rombauer, Rombauer, R-O-M-B-A-U-R, something like that, Rombauer. And I took the label, and I went to the liquor store near me where we lived in Brookhaven, and I said, I want to get a case of this wine. And she said, okay, fine. So she ordered a case of it in. I went to pick it up two days later, and she said, oh, you're, 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 your wine's not here. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, well you gave it to Fran Tarkenden because that's his favorite wine. <laughs> so not only did Fran Tarkenden go to the same liquor store that I go to in Brookhaven, but he, he mentioned to him that he saw the wine there and said, oh, I want that wine. He said, okay, you can take it. You're Fran Tarkenden. So they gave him my wine. <laughs> and so I had to wait to order another. And this was this was expensive crap. This was back in, in the late 90s, and a, and a bottle of that wine back then was like 25 bucks. Which to me is a lot of money for a bottle of wine, you know. And if you can buy a case of it, you can see that you know, like three, four hundred bucks, whatever it was. Anyway, uh, so Fran Tarkenden took my, so I call him the wine thief. He's not really a thief, but he, he got my wine. It was Rombauer, and it was delicious. All right, look out. Two twenty on News Radio one zero six seven. It's only the Kimmer. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. And uh, let's see, it's time every every day about this time we have a special uh, salute with our official sports guy, Pete Davis. Yes, here on the old Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. It's time at 221. More news regulations coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. But first, holy crap at sports, and here's Pete Davis. All right, Pete, so tell us how you feel about the new coach for the Falcons. <laughs> All right, what do you think the season's going to do this year? That's what I thought, Pete. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's sports with Pete Davis. <laughs> it was a perfect storm this morning. He called in sick. He told, texted me that he was sick. I was trying to get a blood test, so I didn't have my coffee for four hours before I finally got my stupid blood test. And then I had to erase it. And then, and then of course, Hangman and John Boy have been helping me out. And the news people, too. The newsroom helped out. Brett and the whole gang of the newsroom have been very helpful. But anyway, we miss, we miss Pete, and he'll be hopefully back tomorrow. He'd been uh, up chucking all night long, so I don't know what that means. But he didn't get it from me. I, I've had a cold for a month, but I didn't do that. How about a news break line? See you on the old news break line here on the Kimmer Show. Good afternoon.
Good afternoon, Kevin. This guy's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> the Donald. It will be so good, Kimmer. How good, sir? Even Brent, the truck driver, will hang up and say, I couldn't possibly follow that. <laughs> Brent will say, I think I'll wait and leech on to somebody else's comedy. It's just too good. <laughs> Donald. Okay, I went too far. <laughs> a little no way far. You never hang up. <laughs> you never hang up, sir. How's it going? You're gonna have to change your name to Trump, Kimmer. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, people are starving in Africa, getting beheaded by ISIS. But you, I didn't get my cup of coffee. Ho ho. <laughs> yeah. I'm a selfish SOB, aren't I? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And you know, I'll admit. People died in a tsunami, but the putt didn't break to the left. Give me a break. When Pete called, he called me sick. I said, you know, instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better. I said, crap, damn it. Now I'm going to do it by myself. I, <laughs> I don't give a damn. Get this out of a divot. Who cares about your child? If you're sick, come into work. I think I need help here. Kimmer, is it true when Pete Davis called in sick this morning? Yes, sir. Your boss said, and who are you again? <laughs> you work on what show? <laughs> Of the Brad show, is that? <laughs> oh, you're the guy I piped in ICSDN from San Diego. So. Well, Kevin, the bad yes. news, very yes. disappointing. Bad. Warren Sapp was yeah. arrested for soliciting prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The good news is this morning, Warren just got his own talk show over on WSB. Where <laughs> apparently, solicitation is a revenue enhancer. I mean, a resume enhancer. Yeah. Like How about sex if I shuck a ducky? <laughs> what a nice girl like you doing out here, sugar loaf anyway, baby girl. Let me take you away from all this for 30 or 40 minutes. <laughs> That's what they want, all right. You know, Kimmer, hi, yes, Donald Trunk. I, yeah. I was really surprised. Yeah, Because I heard that uh, Warren Sapp had been seeing somebody about his sex addiction. Seeing somebody about it, really? Unfortunately, it was a hooker, so it didn't <laughs> well, really help. <laughs> I said it was a hooker. It's not exactly therapy. I pay a lot of money for these jokes. <laughs> They're great jokes. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> so much for the dying. Jokes say 224. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Wait a second. We got somebody. We got a special update here live on the old Kimmer program. I wonder what it's doing. Let's see who's on the line. It's the Kimmer. Good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> <Kimmer>. <laughs> it's the glorious Leslie Dove. Filling in for Pete Davis, who isn't feeling himself, and I can say it's about time, you know? <laughs> feeling himself. You know that he <laughs> tend to his health. That's what I meant, of course. Check himself out. With a substitute insertion of men's on ball, it's me, wow. Leslie Dove. Always glad to back up Pete Davis whenever I can. <laughs> He wanted all of his fans out there to know today. Nothing serious, Kim. Real, that's good, yeah. That's As opposed good. to here at Men's International when people get flu-like <laughs> symptoms, we start behind flowers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the undertaker. Well, I know... <laughs> I know Pete would share my enthusiasm yeah. Yeah. about the new head coach, but enough about the instructor we just hired <laughs> over here at MI. How about, How about that Falcons, that Falcons coach? football coach? That's what I was thinking. Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator yeah. for the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks, who allowed the Patriots to score so quick you'd think they had Lindsey Lohan in the shower with them. So, man. <laughs> Come on. 
I saw that Lindsay Lohan insurance ad on the oh, Super Bowl killer. Yeah, that's driving. Hated it. Because, <laughs> you know, we over here at Minnesota International have problems getting insurance on damn near anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can a rear-end collision cause your auto and health premiums to go up? <laughs> Who would have thought a rear-end collision would be bad for you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Richard Bell. Three well, times a day, whatever. Be I mean, you know, with all the paperwork to fill out for your insurance exactly. claim. <laughs> what, what were you thinking? <laughs> That's what I meant. I... You know the difference between Las Vegas bookmakers and ISIS terrorists? No, I don't, sir. I don't. Well, the bookmakers really took a bath on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And a bookmaker got busted over the weekend over at Swingin' Richards. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently they caught him taking action in the back, and I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he should have been he gambling. He's for a speedy recovery. <laughs> I'll see you at Phillips Arena, and I doubt I'll see you on Friday after this call. Go <laughs> Thank you so much. The glorious Leslie Dove. Look out. It's only me. Oops, we got to hit the line there. It's still on the line there. 227. Coming up, <laughs> the Kimmer. More news for Alliance Gation Vista 2. Thank you, Leslie. On News Radio 1067. Here we go. You're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn, son. Good and funny. this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by Oscar Pistorius. Right, They're not serving him any dairy products in prison because his file says. Lactose intolerant. Lactose. I said, it says lactose. It's <laughs> thank, a joke, son. Thank you. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so very much. It's 2.33, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. Here's that number 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Incidentally, Hangman's been communicating with our friend Tiffany, my official uh, blonde or whatever color she feels like, British brown tooth loving, head banging, heavy metal loving, Girl Scout cookie delivering, Kimmer Santa knit hat delivering uh, hot babe, Tiffany, who's also a, a photo person of some note and an artist and a photographer. And she is going to uh, fill me in tomorrow at some point uh, on what this business is with a pinhole camera set up around Atlanta. If you just joined us and haven't been around for a while, Georgia State has now announced, we're sorry. Georgia State University, some professor had an art class, an art project, with 18 cameras all over the city of Atlanta, one of which shut down the downtown connector because someone thought it was a bomb. And it's a pinhole camera that was going to be left there till spring, so they were trying to superimpose one image after another on top of it, I guess, for some result. I guarantee this was a dumb thing. It was some stupid project to study the differences in hues of sunsets off windshields or something. I mean, you know, I guarantee it. Anyway, Georgia State's apologized. That's not enough. You owe somebody something. You ought to pay for the price of all that work that went in to shut down the damn connector for two or three hours. I may sound like a Bible beater yelling up a revival. Yeah, and I'm not changing. And then the other thing that really stinks today that just is really, we have to pay attention to this. ISIS has now released a video. ISIS captured a Jordanian pilot last December on a mission supporting the U.S. coalition against ISIS. They captured a Jordanian pilot who is a Muslim. Well, who was a Muslim. 
because uh, and it turned out this happened about a month ago. They just released the tape. There's videotape now of ISIS putting this pilot from Jordan in a cage and setting him on fire, burning him to death. Well, they're showing part of the, of the scene now of him. He's, he's in a cage, steel cage, with his head down, and uh, they set him on fire. And, of course, he's screaming and trying to put... I mean, it's just... It, it's, it's appalling. It's, it's not even... I mean, it's just appalling. ISIS, and this is the one that President Putitat says is the junior varsity. And Boy, we're barbarians. Yeah, and we're the barbarians. We have, yeah, for having a dog bark at a prisoner at Gitmo. Ooh, poor baby. Oh, my God, you poured water down his throat? Oh, no. So he must have really suffered for, like, what, seven, eight seconds maybe? Chop off all their stinking heads as far as I'm concerned. All right, let's get to it. Can you put up a line right up here for me, John Boy? Uh, Pete's off today because he's sick and we feel bad about that. But, of course, I don't care because I only care about how it affects me. Anyway, here's Ann. <laughs> Andy, uh, News Radio 1067. Hello, Ann. Welcome aboard. Hey, um, what, why should Georgia State be punished? I mean, they're not the ones who made the stupid decision to do this. I, I mean, what, 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 what else can happen? I mean, why do they keep shutting down things just because they see a bag of some kind? I remember this <laughs> before when, when some homeless person had left a backpack somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not Georgia State's fault. No, that's it's, true. It's I, think the, I think the prof- whoever set up this project... Ought to, ought to answer to something. I'd just like to find out more about it. I mean, he clearly no one Why? wanted to... Do, what? Why? This is an academic institution. They're supposed to be testing things out. They're supposed to be experimenting. I don't see any problem except they, may, they maybe should have put bigger signs attached to their cameras. Well, I thought uh, the problem, though, and the problem is, I mean, doing things for the sake of learning is one thing, but, you know, that's the same as saying, well, let's go pretend to rob a bank and see how the police react, and we'll get cameras of it to see how quickly they, rob, they come into the bank. I mean, there's some things you don't do just to find out what it's like. And then shutting down the connector was one of them. I don't think that was their motivation at all. Oh, I'm sure it was not their motivation, but someone should have realized that that's what was going to happen. Remember the backpack at the Olympics, uh, Olympic Park, for God's sakes, in Atlanta. The backpack was what started the explosion. I mean, you know, now you can't take a chance anymore. And someone should have realized, you know, this isn't going to go over very well. 1986. Now this is now, and it's a it's a backpack and and it's a camera. Yeah. Come on, guys. And and besides, uh, the 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 um. You know, I've heard you the say thing. this, but yeah. they're not after us. They're after you. <laughs> Gee, thanks for your kind comments, Annie. <laughs> they're not after them. They're after the Kimmer. Yeah, for good reason, too. Why not just ask the city if you can put the cameras up? Well, no someone should have called the cops or called yeah. the, port, the state police or the bridge authority or somebody and said, listen, we want to do a camera thing. Is it okay? And then, you, for that matter, they could have done a little ceremony. They could have a press conference. And they could have say, hey, we're going to show you what we're going to do and what do you think and da 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 And everybody would have said, oh, now we know what those are. But I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can't just willy-nilly do whatever you want in the name of education and, and hope the effects aren't going to hurt people. That, that's not education. That's just experimenting, and you don't care what the results are. Anyway. All right, I got, how about a newsbreak line? I see the old newsbreak line here. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Peter Griffin calling. <laughs> hey, from my favorite show, Family Guy. Hiya, Peter. Well, you know, Brian has a bone to pick, literally, with John Boy. Oh, really? You're done? What, well, apparently, John Boy went and stole Brian's girlfriend. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get in the middle of that or anything. <laughs> but... <laughs> hey, wait a minute. It's a doggy. <laughs> Good doggy. Good doggy. Hey, Kim, did you yes. see that new commercial on television last night? It's great. No, I didn't. Which one? I didn't. Uh... Malcolm Butler of the New England Patriots. <laughs> he just won the Super Bowl. Malcolm, what are you going to do next? I'm going to Diddy World, man. <laughs> Where Mickey at? I'm going to Diddy World. 
I put my grape snow cone. <laughs> grape snow cone. <laughs> grape snow cone. Disney World. Disney, Disney World. Disney World. Disney. 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 Oh God, man. <laughs> Hey, Cameron, do you yes. hear about the new Tiger Woods sandwich? The sandwich? No, I didn't hear Tiger Woods. Tell me, John Boy, the Tiger Woods sandwich comes with extra chips. Chips are like a tooth. Chips are tooth. Extra chips. I get it. It's kind of like Cameron's going to have a lot of sod laid over it soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you hear jogging can be bad for your heart? Jog bad for your heart, yeah. Which explains why Cumulus bought the camera a new treadmill and running shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get out of that contract, you know? Yeah, yeah the second one will do it all right. <laughs> second heart attack's a bummer. <laughs> hey, Kimmy, did you hear about the new uh, Indian back gambling complex in DeKalb County I, over there on Covington Highway? I heard something about coming up, yeah. Yeah, as if driving down Covington Highway at night wasn't enough of a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a great neighbor to put a massive attraction area. <laughs> oh, my God, last night they had a drive-by stabbing. <laughs> drive-by stabbing. Unusual. Boy, I, boy, do I feel stupid, well, Kimmel, like I was telling Lois. Yeah, what, what do you mean, sir? What happened? Well, when I heard Bruce Jenner wanted to be an organ donor, I thought we were talking about kidneys, liver, maybe his heart or something. I, oh, he's going to donate something, all right, his organ. I didn't realize he called Chaz Bono and said, hey, you need a spare? Bill Bono! Yowie! I think Bruce Jenner is serious, though. Really? Do you? He had his name legally changed to Les Johnson. <laughs> Les Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Not so Joe. much Johnson, right there. I think I'm getting a grape snow cone now, man. <laughs> Thank you so I'm much. I'm going to Dilly World. Where are you at? Hey, Donald Duck, put some pants on, man. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Good friends. You're on the old Kimber program. Right, what do you got there now? Hangman's bringing in a big package of something. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Tiffany. Oh, my God. Tiffany, who, by the way, is pretending that she doesn't listen to the show because she's working and she can't call in because then her boss will catch her for sure. But anyway, she just did she just send this to you? Oh, my God. This is like 80 pages on pinhole photography. And there's Holy a test smart. tomorrow. She oh, said. oh, goody. <laughs> Holy cow. The Kimmer Now and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got her. This is the Reverend Al Sharpton from hey, MSNBC. <laughs> Crook. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Pete Davis. Oh, all right. If Pete can slough off work one more day, he'll be named an honorary king, brother. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Remember, if either Marty or Dexter ever gets up before noon, six more weeks of shiftlessness. So it's <laughs> Got to be careful on that one. 247... I got a news break line coming up here, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor, here shortly. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Suge Knight, back in the news today, the former hip hop music mogul. Suge is in court today in Compton, California, pleading innocent, not guilty, to charges that he deliberately ran over a friend and another guy after a fight on a movie set. 
His lawyer says it was all an accident. Uh, he was trying to uh, escape their vicious attack. <laughs> it was self-defense. Yeah, running over a guy with your car. That's you know, that's one way of doing it. Anyway, so Suge's been arrested on murder charges. And then as soon as he pleaded not guilty, he clutched his chest and fell to the ground. And he rushed him to the hospital. Which is probably going to be the scene of a shootout before long with his homies trying to get him out of there or something. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And Hangman was telling me uh, this true story documented by both characters, Suge Knight and Ice Ice Baby, the guy who wrote the uh, sang the song Ice Ice Baby, the white rapper, and uh, the white rapper, apparently Suge Knight had somebody on his staff, I forgot the official details, who helped write the song, and therefore Suge Knight wanted the royalties, and Ice Ice Guy said, no, you're not getting anything, so Suge Knight held him by the ankles over a balcony at his hotel and said, either you sign this over or you're going to fall on your head straight down onto the sidewalk, so he signed. <laughs> so, I mean, man, that's right out of the movies. Jeez, 248. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. All right, look out. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. A couple of things. Now the measles. Vaccinations and measles is now becoming a huge national issue on politics, which is one of the silliest things, silliest things I've ever heard, especially since, well, here, quickly, here's what Chris Christie says, uh, the governor of New Jersey, the big fat load who wants to be your president, what he says about families and who makes the decision on uh, getting vaccinated. Important, I think, what you think is apparent than what you think um, as a public official. There has to be a balance, and, and it depends on what the vaccine is, what the disease type is, and all the rest. All right, he's saying it's not up to the government to make you get a vaccination. Here's Rand Paul. I think the parents should have some input. The state doesn't okay. own your children. Parents own the children. All right, and unfortunately, the only one who's making a lot of sense is Hillary Rodham Rodham. She tweeted out her response to all this business. She said, the sky is blue. The grass is green. Measle, measles shots work. Get the get the shot. <laughs> get immune system shot. I mean, you know, duh. Now Hillary sounds like the the rational one. Anyway, I don't get it. All right, how about a new? Let's do a little news break. I see who's on the old news break line here. Good afternoon. Well, good <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> no, I wonder who this is. Oh, I can never tell by the who this, time. I wonder who this oh, is. Oh, <laughs> Kimber, it's me, Robin Williams, calling from the Great Beyond. <laughs> All my children are fighting over my estate. Yes, they are. My deadbeat son, Dexter Williams, wants to sell a family Bible. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, and a shiftless brother, Marty Williams III. (laughs) Hold on a second. Wants to pawn my Oscar to make a down payment on a golden corral. (laughs) Wait a second. This is it. You tricked me. It's Ronald Reagan. You just sly devil. You did it again to me. My God. Heavy sigh. Look of grief. (laughs) Nanus, nanus. I'm breaking out in words. <laughs> this would never happen with the Kimmers family when he dies. Really? What do you mean? You know, the waiting six month mourning part. They'd be, <laughs> they'd be listing your crap on eBay before you were cold, man. I got two Harleys for sale right here. <laughs> and a horse, you know. <laughs> Under paper survey, top five asses on the board. Show me the number of tears shed for Kim Peterson. Show me zero. <laughs> Well, I understand the Falcons could face a fine for pumping in extra noise at the Jodo. Extra Jodo noise. Yes, but Arthur Blank has a pretty good defense. What's that, sir? It was to drown out all those chants of, You guys suck! (laughs) Get off the field! (laughs) (laughs) He should have to pay a fine. And let me just say, as an NFL fan, Kimmer, Yes, sir. It's a God-blessed shame that the Falcons won't be heard on the radio for the next several years. It's just (laughs) a real tragedy. They're probably the only team in the NFL that doesn't have a radio deal. (laughs) 
Well, good yes, news. Sir. Mimosa Elementary has just yeah. announced their new director of children's health services. Oh, really? That's where the kid broke her arm the other day? Yeah. Yeah. Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> I told you, Nurse Ratchet, my eight-year-old daughter's <laughs> arm was broken in two places. She said, Jack, you should keep her out of those two places. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that. That's I don't know. <laughs> Keep her out of those two places. My kid just broke her leg, Nurse Ratchet. What should she do? She should limp. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm drinking a mimosa over here, man. <laughs> do you know the difference between a mimosa elementary student and John Boy's girlfriend? No, I don't, sir. I don't know the difference. Well, John Boy's girlfriend always gets treated when she whimpers. <laughs> You know, liver snaps, kibbles, and pits. <laughs> pa, pa. Are you sure that Pete Davis is sick? Well, he said, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just read that he was spotted having lunch with Michael Graham. <laughs> I mean, Kimmer, he loves the Kimmer, but Pete's got to look out for his future, you know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tied down with you this know, one. back a winner, that's what he needs to do. So loser here, noon to three. <laughs> Brent, the truck driver hasn't been heard from. Have you not heard from Brett? I hope he's all right. My God. Yeah. I certainly hope it's nothing temporary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all pray that <laughs> we can enjoy this kind of day for years to come. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> to Thank you so much, Mr. Former President of these United States. Oh, my goodness. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Oh, here we go again. Lance Armstrong back in the news. First of all, he was on the news a couple of days ago when he said, on a, I think it was a British broadcast, he said he was asked if he would cheat again given the circumstances of what happened when he cheated bicycling. Would he cheat again? And he said, yeah. The way it was so perverse, so per- pervasive, the cheating that if you didn't cheat, you couldn't compete. So he said, yeah, he probably would have done it again, given everything. Because everybody cheated, he said. It was, that's what made it sound like it was, just, it was just a hopeless cause. Well, now guess what? Aspen, Colorado. Lance Armstrong had a night of partying with his girlfriend, Anna Hansen. And he was drunk, got behind the wheel, smacked into two parked cars in Aspen, Colorado. But he convinced, or she convinced him, one of the two convinced the other, to let the girlfriend take the blame. The girlfriend, Anna Henson, told the cops she was driving home because he was too drunk and she lost control on the icy roads. Well, a man who was renting one of the damaged cars told the cops that Hanson came running up to his house in her high heels, apologizing and promising to pay for the repairs. She said, I'm Anna. We're the Armstrongs. My husband is Lance Armstrong. He was just driving maybe too fast around the corner or something, according to what the guy told the cops. Uh, and so apparently the guy called the cops because he ran uh, left the scene. Later, the detectives interviewed Hanson, who eventually told him that she was driving. Uh, but then they decided to let her take they let her take the blame. Well, now Lance Armstrong has been arrested with failing to report an accident and speeding, and he let his girlfriend take the rap. Claiming she claimed she she's his wife. Um, uh, Armstrong said, we've had our family name smeared over every paper in the world in the last couple of years. And honestly, I've got teenagers. I just wanted to protect my family. The girl told the police. I thought, gosh, Anna Hansen hit some cars. It's not going to show up in the papers. But Lance Armstrong hit some cars. It's going to be a national story. The girl is not charged with a crime. Lance Armstrong is. Aspen, Colorado. 
Once again, not taking responsibility for your actions. How often do I have to say this? If you admit it and own up to it and do your time or penance or whatever, we will forget it. We give second chances. We allow people to make mistakes. But if you lie and cheat and connive and steal and sneak and stuff, then screw you. I hope you get everything that's coming to you. What's a cheater always a cheater? It's a, he's a cheater. But what bothers me is he doesn't have the testing. Well, I guess there's a reason for that. <laughs> he hasn't got the ball. Bo- oh, sorry. That's not No, I mean, he just doesn't have the character. He doesn't have the character. I mean, either, either you have character to stand up and admit and take responsibility, or you don't. And he doesn't. I had a drill sergeant in basic training who said, privates, don't ever let them question your intestinal fortitude. That's it. Be don't a man. give them a reason to question you. Be a man. Anyway, thanks, you guys, for your help. You've been great today. I appreciate it. Pete, I hope you're feeling better. And uh, tomorrow we do it all again on News Radio 1. And- oh, that was my uvula. My damn uvula right in broke ass, son of With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.